Gals! I'm Brian. I'm Brad. Fred, why aren't you here? We're, we got the backdrop, the bullet train backdrop. Alright. Okay, okay, okay. This is Movies Are Dope, and we're reviewing Bullet Train. I guess a quick update is this will be a phase three of Movies Are Dope, um, where instead of doing the clickbait for the spoiler-free section, we're going to change to a why you need to watch, why you should watch, why you should not watch, or why you need to avoid kind of thing. And then we'll tell you maybe movies that it's similar to, to like gauge your interest or um, just describe really reasons why you should check it out or not. And then we'll do our normal jazz over on the spoiler review. But Brad, what did you, what do you think about bullet train? People need to, should, should not, or. Uh, I would say they should. I would say should. Um, the trailers, I don't think, do it justice. I think it, the trailer is kind of misleading. Um, it is a kind of more gruesome movie than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> the trailers make it kind of seem like happy-go-lucky. Kind of makes it feel like, I don't know, one way. And then watching the movie, it's just like, oh, okay, that's a lot of, a lot of blood and guts and gore. And I wouldn't say it's like, I wouldn't say it's crazy high, but I would say like it's on par with like, like Deadpool, like the first Deadpool movie, like that, that that level of like, like got some kind of gore kind of stuff and blood. Well, that makes a lot of sense, and I I will forever doubt that that wasn't intentional, since it is the same director as Deadpool two. Well said. Okay. And I just thought of this: Does it feel like Guy Ritchie and Matthew Vaughn smushed together? Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels, snatch, and like Kingsman. Okay, the first one. I can see that. What, what do you mean the first, the first one? Oh, yeah. The yeah. first Kingsman, yeah. Yeah, instead of the, all the yeehaw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, not as much Sugar Rush, although this is very, a very colorful film. So what are some films that if people love or like, that that will definitely be like, all right, this is in your wheelhouse. Check it out. Um... I would let me see. I can throw a few out just while you're doing it since I kind of sprung that on you. Um, I would say if you saw Scott Pilgrim vs. the World a decade ago, <laughs> the, okay. age, the age you're at now, you'd be like, all right, yeah, pump that blood. Um, Kingsman, uh, Kick Ass, same director, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, because I think. It would be fair to say that Guy Ritchie's best kind of or British films, his more British films are more dialogue heavy, where Matthew Vaughn's British films are more action with some nice sprinkles, nice uh, little cherries on top. Think of anything? Uh, Deadpool. I mean, that's kind of where I'm stuck at. Uh, I would say it's not as quirky, but it's still very like the same level of intelligence. Um, to the movie. Um, um, yeah. I'm, I'm, that's the only one I would add to your list. I'm trying to think of other movies that, like, a little bit more, like, Knives Out, but if it was more gruesome. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Knives Out, but everyone has a knife. <laughs> yeah. Actively trying to kill each other. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's interesting. I gotta think of, uh, oh, oh, like, uh, Smoking Aces. Smoking Aces okay. on a Train. 
kind of thing. Yeah. Because uh, everybody's assassins and everybody's trying to kill everybody. And if you think there's a character who's not an assassin who's getting more than 10 lines, ha! Ha! Is all I say to you. <laughs> this is the wrong film. Uh, if you expect that. Um, but yeah, it is very, very bloody. It's very, it's also very labyrinthine or not labyrinthine. Yeah. I didn't even pronounce that right. Uh, I would say it's kind of like a puzzle except literally every single puzzle is going to be put together before the end of it. It's all puzzle pieces almost. Of course they don't give you one of the biggest puzzle pieces until the very end. Yeah, yeah. The puzzle pieces don't stop being put together either. It's not like, um, like Saw, where you get a couple pieces at the beginning and then it all wraps up at the end. At the end, it's it's like every five to ten minutes is like, oh shit, there's another. I, I've just discovered another web in the spider web of this story, and I think I heard someone reviewing it talking about how it almost goes. It technically goes overboard with it. It goes too far and makes too much stuff connected, but it's not enough to like ruin the movie where you're just like, oh my god. Oh, but they do it in a good way. They do it in a smart way. Yeah, there's a lot of... So, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't have a problem with it. I just... They do, it, they do it in a smart way. Now, let me ask you this. Does it feel like a COVID movie? Mm, Spider-Man No, no Way Home? Would... Okay. Cool. No, I wouldn't say so. Because, like, you know, Spider-Man No Way Home has those parts where it just feels like a green screen because there technically was a green screen and they had to, like, patch everything together considering the state we're all in. And this movie was similar, except, of course, they had the luxury of just having a set of, like, two cars or whatever, two train cars, or one. I don't even know. And just be like, I bet that's most yeah. of that's most of this film. Yeah, they didn't need that many sets. I mean, there was a couple, like I said, like you said, a couple train cars, um, a couple docks, and then like one small enclosed area um, for some of the flashback and flashback things. All right, this is definitely on my mind because. Uh, Anyone who doesn't know, me and Brad are meeting for the first time in person to see Clerks 3 on the Roadshow tour, so we will, be, we will be reviewing that next. But it feels like... Kinda... Stay with me. It feels like Clerks, but a bunch of people who know how to do action. And it, by that, I mean it feels like a bunch of friends coming together to shoot the shit and be like... Yeah, you just want to you want to do like a barbecue, drink some beers, maybe watch some f- sports or you know, we could just make like a 2-hour action movie and just like shoot the shit and, uh, and have fun. Fast <laughs> 9, the ending of Fast 9 when they all get together for a barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like we could go on a camping and you know, go camping again, but we do that every year. Let's just make an action film and like be the funniest we could and just be unusual like if anyone's seen the trailer, Brad Pitt is a bumbling buffoon, but like co- a competent bumbling buffoon? How do you say that? <laughs> but, yeah. 
But when he's fighting the guy with the knife, he's like, I don't even know you. He's getting thrown through, thrown over shit like he's in Mission Impossible Fallout in the bathroom scene. <laughs> yeah, and then he gets like stabbed and there happens to be like a, a checkbook or something like right in his, his <laughs> breast pocket or something. Oh yeah, his uh, it was his smartphone. <laughs> that was good because yeah. then he couldn't contact his handler. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. But uh, delight is spoilers. It would be like saying Avengers... Avengers Infinity War. Spoilers, there's a shit ton of heroes. Um, yeah. But cool. Alright, so what What would you? else would you like to talk about? I, would, I have IMDB and stuff ready so I can look up budgets for you. Uh, Brad's... As everyone knows, Brad is jet-setting around the world, so... I've got yep. uh, the info ready if he needs it. Or do you want to just go to... Two ratings. Um, we can we can do the um we can do the box office and everything. All right. What do you think? The, really what do you think the uh, budget was? I'm gonna say it was on the low side. Um, not a whole lot of CGI work. Well, I mean, every scene has. E- I don't know if they did rear projection or green screen. Uh, yeah, Technically, one hundred twenty mil. One hundred twenty mil. Uh, ninety. Okay, so I was even a little high. I was thinking about a hundred, and then you talked me up a little bit. Oh, this is a Sony Pictures release. That's surprising. <laughs> they usually find find ways to ruin things. <laughs> They'll ruin it when it comes to the Blu-ray and DVD and stuff. Alright, worldwide box office now. Well, uh, I'll, I'll ask you three questions. Domestic sure. and international and worldwide. Uh, which of domestic and international do you think both are above its budget individually? Below its budget? Um, I'll say together worldwide it, it has made more than its budget back. But... Um, I'm going to say that the domestic is above, the international is below. By a hair, the opposite. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have said by Ooh. the hair. What do you think the worldwide budget is? Uh, the worldwide box office. Okay. Total. Um, <laughs> 300. A little under 200, unfortunately. Oh, see, I thought it was going to be more than that. Because they did so much advertising for this. Yeah, it really is one of those movies where, like, I, and I saw it twice in theaters. I actually just came back from a Top Gun Maverick screening, even though it didn't you already buy it on Blu or Steelbook or something? Uh, uh, October <laughs> something, beginning of October, end of September, uh, beginning of yeah. October. I saw both movies primarily because I have AMC A list now, so I can be less money conscious about t- <laughs> tickets. I'll just be perfectly honest. But uh, I saw. Top Gun Maverick and an advanced screening and bullet train twice with my A-list. And yeah, it is a movie that's like it's big, beautiful, and if anyone wants to still catch it, you know, especially if it's a matinee. Yeah, you can do a matinee. But it feels like one of those, ooh, this is how I described it to you. It was a big bucket of gourmet popcorn. That bad boy will fill you up, but is it a meal? Hell no. It's just like, just imagine, what are some, like, cheddar or, or um, 
What's that? It looks like candy. I don't know. All those fancy popcorns that you rich people can afford. <laughs> Look at that. Brad's even got two clocks on the wall. He needs to remember his time zones. Yeah. Don't yeah. don't pan up. <laughs> I really thought those were clocks. <laughs> oh wait, do you think this is an accurate description? It says five assassins aboard a fast-moving bullet train. Are there five? Or does it feel? Let's not even count them out for spoilers. But it felt like yeah, there were a I, lot more, right? I, it feels like more right now. I'm thinking, I'm like, wait, is there only? Like, it feels like a lot more. Yeah, a couple character, one character that I'll shout out who does no action spoilers, but I'm telling you, based on where they come from, you might actually have an expectation that they would become a secret assassin. Uh, the person pushing the treats cart is the badass woman from the boys the person who doesn't talk and just murders everybody spoilers for that but that was like three years ago or three seasons ago um she's there as the pusher and uh, and does no action whatsoever i was like she looks so familiar Hmm, but she's not uh drenched in blood dressed fully in goth black (laughs) <laughs> and signing to a, a sexy short Frenchman. So took me a bit to realize where she was from. Um, wasn't there another there so wasn't there two characters from Deadpool Two in this movie? The first one being Brad Pitt. Uh yes, Brad Pitt, by the way. Spoilers for Deadpool Two, but like anything that it wasn't didn't come out this year that we're referencing, it's your fault. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, Deadpool Two's been off like Four years now. So yeah, this is. Years. We're not talking about anything that's not massively popular. Um, yes, I I love that moment only because in the theater and not knowing that he was going to cameo when he grabbed the electricity and sh- shocked before he disappeared again, I yelled out, "Brad Pitt!" <laughs> so, but <laughs> I felt so my nerddom boner was strong that day. St- still. Still need a microscope, but <laughs> it, was, it was there though. Yeah, it, uh, a microscopic bullet could not have pierced it that day. Um, but yeah, I actually would be very curious to know. I mean, the director of this has been Brad Pitt's stunt man or stunt coordinator since Fight Club, so it's probably okay, so that. Yeah, so I don't yeah. think it was a case of like. Deadpool 2 definitely was the thing that led to this. <laughs> it was more like that history led to both of those things, but I will say it's pretty funny. And it's a running... They're there for like probably four full minutes, but we also get my favorite actor to ca- to cameo in films. Um, how do I say this without... Uh, Without giving it away. How do I tell Brad? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I can't. There's no way. Okay. I could text him right now. And now that I said that out loud. Because there was a couple cameos. Yeah, you're on your phone with Google Meet right now. So will if I text you, will it like pop into your view without you needing to go out of the app? Will you see I it? I think so. All right. Because if. Alright, I'm sending song lyrics, which they... Oh, 
<laughs> I'll, I'll I'll say it in the spoiler review who it was. But since I can't even say the other movies because it could hint, no. and I don't want to ruin it. Yeah. There are yeah, there are quite there are a couple cameos. Yeah, there's uh quite I mean integral people too too like crucial yeah. to the whole story. So it's not like spoilers uh spoilers for Ted. Ryan Reynolds showing up in Ted as the silent but uh, aggressive love um, interest for the guy who yeah, plays Joe. There you go. He, yeah. Yep. <laughs> the, the guy, if anyone doesn't remember, the guy who voices Joe on Family Guy is on there and his running gag is that he keeps getting blackout drunk and texting someone to come beat him up and he thinks he might also be gay and he doesn't realize it. And then at the end of the film, he's like, you know what? I texted that person when I was sober, and it was Ryan Reynolds. You see him. <laughs> Ryan doesn't say anything. I love it. <laughs> so not that's inconsequential. Inconsequential to the plot. None of these are. Anything else you want to say? What's your before we get out? Before, besides your rating. Nope. All right. What's your rating, sir? What's the one right above a joint? Mm, edible. Edible. I'm going with edible. All right. Uh, I, would was, I would say I would say it was a fun ride. Um, I would say that I'd probably watch it again once, maybe twice. That'd be about it. I don't think I'm gonna. I don't think this is a long term movie that I think I need to see multiple times or once a year or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Uh, I'm actually gonna go edibly joint. Just. Okay. Just. Uh, we've been. We've been spoiled, and I want to. Uh, spread out amongst the rankings. <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah, this is, uh, you won't regret those two hours, but you won't be thinking about it more than like, haha, that was funny. Actually, there were some emotional parts. Anything else yeah. before we continue? Uh, 